What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So the fence isn't to stop them. What the fence does is allows us to respond and have a road to get there to respond. Because if I catch the dude at the border... I'm much more efficient as an agent than if I let him cross and then wait 17 hours and try to guess where he might come out and yeah. hope that I'm right on my highway that he might be coming out this trail yeah. instead of one of the other 50 trails. Let's go. Welcome to Citizen. We've got a special guest today, uh, Sean Crandall from Crandall Fitness and you're also are you an active border patrol agent yes sir oh wow that's rough yeah hard times out there these days yeah yes <laughs> it is it's a lot of apprehensions <laughs> I know right <laughs> um so give me some background how did you end up in border patrol what'd you do like where'd you grow up how did you get into the federal service so the first thing I have to say is that everything I say is my opinion I'm not representing the border patrol and that the portal didn't send me here, and I'm not. Of course, PIO. They would or, never send somebody here. Yeah, yeah. I talk, I'm not a I talk PIO too much shit. or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, so it's all on me. On me. So what happened is, I met my wife. We moved to El Paso. She's from El Paso. Mm. And then, well, where were you? Where did you grow up? In Northeast Missouri. So okay. I went to the University of Missouri. Oh, you went to Columbia, right? Yeah, in Columbia. Okay. Yeah, got a <clears throat> business. Got a business degree. And then I met her. And I was like, she's, I really didn't have much going on. I was a personal trainer. Mm. So I moved down to El Paso with her and I was, I was personal training actually. And I started training some agents and they would talk about like what they do and how much money they make yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, oh, that sounds cool. You know, they talk about Bortac and other teams and how, you know, then of course you apply and you see the video and they only show you the really cool stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. They don't yeah. show you, they don't show guys out there cutting grass with a pair of hand scissors, <laughs> like just snipping each individual yeah, grass. They, yeah. yeah. So you go that. And then I got in there, went to the Academy, uh, did that. That was five months long. And where, where's your guys Academy? You said in before Artesia, New Mexico. Artesia, New Mexico. And, um, and we're hiring if anybody needs a job. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. I mean, that's, I'm we're sure. like down 5,000 agents. Oh my God, there. dude. I think, just, I think just we're mandated like, 22,000 something. I think we're at 17. Our station when I was in charge was like 
of war when I was in charge of war, in war, whatever. I think I had 280 guys like on our little list to collect dues from, and I mm. think it's down to like 141. I think either guys are leaving to go to other agencies, or they're and we're having a hard time hiring people too. I don't, mm. and maybe because they're like, I don't want to really live in a remote crappy. Yeah, that one's a hard sell because you're going to end up in like Calexico or where you are or Eagle Pass or something like that. It's not like there's a major city nearby for you to go hang yeah, out. Yeah, like in, El Paso is like the place to like. That's if you the get best. El Paso, <laughs> know, yeah, right? it's the best option. How fucked up is that? Because you could get uh, Lordsburg <laughs> or or Big Bend sector where you yeah. have like. I mean, you can get into a town that's. I've done missions when I was on mm. the MRT team, where we go down to like Big Bend sector and places like that, and you're go, you go to a town that's 125 total population. And 80 of those people are from the Border Patrol. <laughs> and there's like, they'd be like, you go to Muster and they're like, hey, guys, you can go to the Pickwick and get food before you go on patrol for the midnight shift. And Jesus you're like, Christ. that's, there's, there's the gas station. I mean, if you're in, if your best initial duty station is El Paso, then you're going to have some problems recruiting that, regardless of what else is going on with, with the immigration stuff, that's going to be a problem, right? Yeah. Well, a lot of, the agents, I think, are from, like, a lot of agents are from that area. Oh, yeah. Like, I didn't even Shit, know. you're one of the only white dudes I know that's a Border Patrol agent. All of my, like, I have 40, probably 40 or 50 Border Patrol friends, and I would say 80, 90% of them are Mexican. Yeah, I, was, at, I, at I said that to somebody the other day on, because I think the Border Patrol did a, they're partners with the, the tactical games. Yeah, now, yeah. And somebody was, like, said something. I was, like, like, oh, they hate Mexicans. I go, dude, like, 90% of every agent <laughs> yeah. I know is Hispanic. I, like. Seriously. I go, if I... Whenever I go out like back home, and I'm around like a lot of white people, like mm-hmm. this is so weird because I'm so know, used to being right? around Hispanic. Like you're just so used to it. Yeah, yeah. But, so uh, and obviously they speak Spanish already, so it's a benefit to the border patrol to yeah, have sure, guys yeah. that speak Spanish, right? Um, <clears throat> so your wife is from El Paso. What she do? She's the right. Well, she was in IT. She did like uh, she worked for a bank mm. and she did like cover like 13 branches, did all the it stuff, all the security and all that stuff. But yeah. now she's our COO. How'd you, Grand, how'd you guys Grand meet fitness on an airplane? Oh, sweet. That's, that's a she good was flying story. back from her cousins, uh, or from her nephew's Marine boot camp graduation. Mm-hmm. I was flying back home from a different vacation and we ended up on the same plane and just, I was in a different row, saw her, got up, sat next to her, just probably frowned upon. This is like a Southwest. Air- it was American flight? airlines. Oh, so there was just an empty seat. And you got into the, the yeah. Seat. I was on the road behind her. I see. And she was empty, and I was kind of looking, you know, see if she had a ring or whatever. And I was like, ah, I'll just sit by her, and then started talking to her. And it was like thirty minute flight. It was like from St. Louis to Columbia, like this little tiny forty person plane. <clears throat> yeah, that's that's a puddle jumper. They say that uh, men know within like the first seven minutes if they want to be with a woman, not sexually, just like in general. I don't yeah, know yeah, what yeah. that is, but it seems like you had a pretty good idea just from seeing this woman on an airplane. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we started talking, and then. Uh, Funny fact, she actually got my number when we got to the airport, and then I, we met up the next weekend, started dating, and then uh, in my unlimited financial wisdom, I was like, I'm going to leave the house that I have and the job, because I was working for TSA at the time, mm. which is super high speed. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're a Walmart greeter <laughs> with a fucking badge. So, so, uh, <laughs> at a tiny airport that had like two flights a day with like two TSA people, and sometimes there was nobody on the planes. So I quit that job, and... Still pays the same though, you're right. Yeah, no. I mean, it does. you don't you don't get like cost of living adjustments, but it still pays the same yeah. big salary even if no one shows up. So I was like, I'm gonna move in with this chick, and so I had like a house and a lake and like all this crap because like in Northeast Missouri, like it's two thousand dollars an acre. You know oh what yeah. I mean? yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, I used to have oh. a boat up on the Lake of the Ozarks for a long time, and it was oh Beach, cool. Yeah. 
Yeah. So yeah, they're like, nice yeah. So even that's way more, you know, expensive compared to like where I'm from. Where oh, you yeah. You could go buy a yeah. hundred acres for like a hundred thousand yeah. dollars and have like your own plantation, you know, yep. your own, your own place. To, like my parents' house, we have like a thousand yard range. My brother Holy set shit. up and that, cause they have like 2000 acres. They still live up there. Yeah. Yeah. My brother. Yeah. My brother, two brothers, my sister and my parents live up there. And then my other sister lives in Colorado and I have another one in uh, Wisconsin. Cool. Um, so what, how long ago did you uh, go to the Border Patrol 2009. Academy? 2009. So you said... April 20th, 2009. I think you said before we started recording that uh, you were you were doing personal training at the time. Yeah, yeah. And you were training some of the BP guys. Yeah, yeah. And they were just talking about like, hey, you know, if you do this. And they would, they would tell me like, don't get this station. You want this station. You don't want to sit on the line all day. Like, you don't want to go to Calexico. Nobody should ever go there, right? <laughs> well, I think... I think the California stations have a lot of action, but I think they have the, a lot of action. The cost true, of yeah. living is so high. You have to live so far away from the station that you're like, do you want to drive two hours? Mm-hmm. But then again, you have guys that like are stationed in Lordsburg, which is, I think, 210 miles from Las Cruces. Holy 110 miles. No, 110 miles. <laughs> and they'll drive there from Cruces. And then you have guys from El Paso, which is 30 miles on top of that. They'll mm-hmm. commute that each way, like 150 miles. One way to go to work because they don't live in those remote stations. They were paying. We were actually paying. I don't know if they still are, but they were paying a bonus if you would t- like twenty or thirty thousand mm-hmm. dollars if you would take one of those stations. I don't. I don't. I mean, I don't have a problem living in the middle of nowhere. I don't like seeing people too much. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, see, I grew up in my my hometown's two hundred fifty people. Yeah. So like, that doesn't bother me. My live- wife's kind of more of a city person, so if mm-hmm. I moved out there, I would just be divorced. Yeah. In five seconds, she's like. Uh, the grocery store is also the gas station. I'm going to kill you when you go home. Because like, you're off doing work. Like, if you're off yeah. working, you're tr- cutting trails yeah. and you're chasing people, you're like, this is awesome. And then uh, your yeah. wife said, oh, like, I swear to God, when he yeah, comes yeah, home, I'm going to yeah. put one in his face. Um, yeah, I have, uh, I live in Driftwood right over here. And I think the population is like 130 or something like that. It's, yeah. com- it's comically low, but it's in an unincorporated area in between. So this city right over here is Dripping Springs. And then this is Austin, right? So it's kind of situated right in the middle. Yeah. I'm sure sometime in the next couple of years they're going to come fuck my shit up. But for now, it's pretty nice. Yeah, well, I saw they're building the interstate out here. I'm like, oh, it's yeah, not going to take too long before there's 5,000 houses out here. I know. Well, there's so that the the big, the uh, fastest growing area in the city of Austin or the metro area of Austin is Dripping Springs right over here. Um, and about 80,000 people drive up and down this road a day. So it's only going to get worse, you know. I mean, right. the, the good thing is we own this piece of property, both of these buildings right here, and they keep offering us money for it. And we're like, yeah, we'll wait. We'll, we'll wait until you get this fucking road built and then sell right. it for and like double a or lot. triple whatever they offer you. Oh, now. it's already it's already over double what it's worth what it was worth when we bought it. So yeah, yeah it's going to be good. But anyways, That's do you guys smart. have kids? We have four. So you can't have four. well. I, mean, I guess you could, but. If you leave your wife and four kids at home alone in the middle of nowhere, she's definitely leaving. <laughs> she's getting yeah. on a, well, there's she's a lot Beverly Hillbilling out to like, LA. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of dudes too that'll take like an RV over and stay like Monday through Friday or whatever their days off are. I mean, I've been there 15 years. Here's the, here's the problem with the Border Patrol. I've been there 15 years and uh, I still have like Wednesday and Thursday off <laughs> because I'm the second from the bottom on seniority. Like, on my shift or a fourth from the bottom depending on the shift bidding and who gets bumped off what shift huh. like if you want day shift if i go to like night shift yeah I'll, mm. my seniority would matter but on day shift like 
like to come out here to do this podcast, mm-hmm. I had to take a week of annual leave this coming week Holy just shit. so I could get the weekend off. To well, I hope you're doing more than just this. This is not going to be worth a week of leave, buddy. No, 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 no. We 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 did the little Austin thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll do some stuff next week or whatever. But mm. that's just like what you have to do. Like, yeah, unfortunately. So you guys so that's are having part of the problem too. You is, get recruiting issues, but not retention for the older crowd. I guess. I mean, once you're that far into federal service, though, you're not leaving. You're, yeah, well, that pension's yeah, on that horizon, well, you right? got the the TSP and all that mm-hmm. stuff, and so once you once you get seated, like I have seven years left. Yeah. So and you, the guys at work are like, "Why don't you leave? You got the Crandall Fitness thing going. It's kind of blowing up." Yeah. And I'm like, "Yeah, but like, if you just hang on, you'll get free money years, for yeah. a long time." Yeah, seven right. years, and I'll keep my insurance because mm-hmm. our insurance, like through the that Blue Cross Blue Shield, they have. Yeah. I think when I looked it up in the portal, you know the bomb the portal or whatever mm. in new mexico it was like to get the same coverage it was like 2500 bucks a month that's a scam and I think health insurance I, is a scam you should look at the crowd health by the way they're not a sponsor that? of the show but i've had the ceo on before and they do like it, it's they, there's there's two parts of it one is they will find you doctors who take cash pr- prices for stuff which is on average about 10 percent of what it would cost right, you right, right. for insurance and then if there's if something catastrophic happens, they'll like the people who are members of it will crowdfund to pay for it. Like somebody got cancer, he was telling me, and their bill was like forty five grand, and they like the members who were part of Crowd Health just paid for it for her. Like oh, that's cool. Like five thousand different people just contributed a little bit of money, right? It's a really like good it, idea. What is it? Public Square is it kind of like it's like, like that, a yeah. conservative yep. kind of like yeah, kind of like thing. That, yeah, because yeah, we're on Public Square <clears throat> yeah. with the with the fitness thing, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's cool. But anyways. Um, yeah, that's uh, – So once they, you're in – so what, well, if you've been in for two years, you're like mm. – maybe you're a 7 or a 9 at that point, mm. not even 11. But, but like by the time you're 12-7 and you're like yeah. – you're used to the paychecks, you're like, yeah. I can't really leave unless I'm going to become yeah. an attorney or something. And they still they still do like uh, – what, like your top three average after 20 or whatever? Yeah, so top – it's your high three. And they just – I guess they just passed a law too and – December, I think they attached to something else, but it was like a border security initiative to give us funding or whatever. Mm-hmm. But they just gave all the GS twelve agents a big raise, like. Well, I mean, look, like they've 12 been twelve and a half percent or something. They've been giving them time off that they can't take for the last two years, right? Oh, the we call them the Myarkis days. Yeah, 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 because yeah, we get them from Myarkis. Yeah. yeah, it's like I, all my buddies tell me this: like, yeah, they keep giving me um, uh, extra leave. But I can't cash it in. It's not like the military. So when I got out of the army, I sold back a bunch of leave that I yeah, never yeah. took, and then I took three months vacation while still technically being in the army. On top of that, right? Um, but you guys don't have you. You said you're you're deficient. You said five thousand. So you're at seventeen. You're supposed to be at twenty two. Yeah, I think it's. I mean, between four and five thousand. It's yeah. That's huge, man. That's like for us for an agency that's twenty two thousand people, and you have most of your guys <clears throat> on the southwest border. It's hard to keep up the shifts. That's like 20, 20% deficiency. You know what I mean? That's bad. Yeah. Like that. And the point, well, and they have the point to, I, so I getting, think that was kind of like why they paid more. Cause like, Hey, yeah. we need people to like one to stay. And then we need new hires. Yeah. Cause they even changed the protocol for, for new hires for your look. Like you can have neck tattoos and hand tattoos and stuff now. Cause they're like, I mean, I don't know. Well, I mean, that's, that's just kind of how it is these days. Kids yeah, yeah. have tattoos. Yeah, you can't get around that. But yeah, yeah it's like. But I'm uh, like, I th- like they're just kind of. And the facial hair, they let us have facial hair now. Yeah, I don't know. You guys don't wear gas masks. So why wouldn't you be able to wear half facial hair? Like the, the reason they tell I us. Did, I have one because I saw my gear from the mm. team. So we have, I have gas mask stuff. But they didn't, they, they still didn't 
like they don't I haven't even heard that brought up like when you say team mask. well that so the reason I bring it up is because the in the army or the military they say that's why you can't grow facial hair is because yeah you right, right right you can't get a proper seal which isn't technically true by the way there's see I've heard that too because I scuba dive a lot yeah. and I'm like if when I have a beard I was like I still have the beard when I go scuba diving I haven't any problems with my mask yeah it, it <laughs> like, makes you, it I'm makes like going over my right. lip I mean the yeah. gas mask covers like the one we have like yeah, it's my man. whole head pretty yeah. much yeah it's like dumb. there's not a whole lot of. It's dumb. It's real dumb. So you, you say... Uh, so I was on the mobile response team. Yeah, so MRT, it's like right? the red-headed stepchild of like Bortac. And, there's like Bortac and Borstar. Like yeah. you go to a selection. Mm. And well, explain they, this because I have had I had Rocco on a couple months ago. Bortac is direct action, right? For, Bortac for, is the tactical yeah. wing. Yeah, and then Borstar is like the medical part yeah, of it. Yeah, med- it's like the TAC med. And then what's MRT? MRT is like the red-headed stepchild of both. Mm. They had like a kid. So you've got medical staff on your team as well. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, we everybody's do, got medics, but so you guys. So ours is like, like a cross train. So we ours is a what do they call it? Like a collateral duty. So I'm on the MRT team, or I'm an MRT certified. So agent. it's not a primary assignment then, right? So like okay. Bortac, you can just go be Bortac yeah, Monday through Friday and like work out and shoot all the time. But MRT's like, hey, we like when I first joined because I was on Team One. Mm-hmm. So they used to have a team before called SRT. Yeah. And then they got rid of SRT, and then somebody in the Obama administration, I can't remember who it was, one of the women, was like, we need to bring back a team under Bortac and Bort to do all the, like, the sector stuff. So mm-hmm. each sector will have a team. So they only had teams in the southwest sectors. So we came in, did that. You go to you go to McGregor Range, out in the middle of nowhere, right? I don't know if you're familiar with that or not. It's mm-hmm. north of Fort Bliss. It's in the oh, middle yeah, of yeah, nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have like a – Kind of like a Iraq base built, and you yeah. stay in the. I think the, there. the Air Force does a bunch of shit up there, don't they? Like yeah, the, the they do. J- and they have J-tax Army. Yeah, and they have, shit. yeah, and if they have a big range out there for like artillery and stuff. Yeah. So we did that. That's two weeks long, and they go through the gas mass stuff. So then you get trained by Bortag and Borstar. So half of your time is range, 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 and like learning the gas mask stuff and PTing and some. I think they do some CQB now and stuff. Oh, cool. And then you do like missions where you like. Go get rescue Randy out of the desert. He's mm. being agent down. You run out there with your rucks. You know they have your rucks yeah, yeah, and stuff. Yeah. And then the other half of the day, you're with the medical guys. So they're doing litter carries and they're teaching you like how much blood you can lose and how to like use tourniquets. And so you get training for both. So it's actually pretty cool because you get a taste of both. That's a really good idea, actually. I mean, so we we do that too, though, in the army. So when, yeah. when I was in the 82nd, we would go. Um, Two or three times a year, we would go to, uh, or actually, they would come to us. Delta guys would come train us on alternate firing positions, uh, direct action raids, all kinds of shit, right? Yeah. Um, and then every now and again, uh, SF and 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 psyops people would come in and do whatever. Like SF would do um, uh, cultural familiarization, and psyops would do like uh, interrogation classes, stuff like yeah. that. I mean, it's pretty common, right? It's it's not a bad idea to have your day to day force at least somewhat cross-trained on how to yeah, fucking 100%. operate and shit you know what i mean because stuff get like it the response time for you is zero minutes if you're on the ground for them it might be several hours at least some amount of time right and you don't always have time to fucking do that well so that's the thing they they push like with mrt thing is like they should honestly they should just make every agent like an mrt agent because mm-hmm. you're like hey if you go to like we have an area called the ranchettes and we used to patrol that a lot, not as much now mm. because we got we're so busy. But you would patrol that, and, like, it'd be you by yourself or you with one other guy. But you're, like, you know, you get deep enough in there. You're a good hour from, like, a paved road. So, like, if something happens, like, either you're on your own to fix yourself and get yourself out or 
it's you and your buddy, and if he can't fix you and you can't fix you, then you're going to be super fucked because yeah, no shit. you're not going to get the helicopter response that you think you're going to get, probably. Because, <laughs> I mean, with the agents, like, we have a Ford op. We have a bunch of Ford operating bases. Mm. We used to man, but then COVID kind of shut yeah. those down. So are they like, are they not bringing in like back in the day? What was it? Two thousand five, six. That time frame, they brought in a bunch of National Guard from Texas, Nevada, and a couple other places. Yeah, to yeah, staff they do, those, but they like admin positions. So but you they don't get to be field. armed. No, so those guys don't do. So when I got there to my station, those guys were doing like the like we get drug loads and stuff. Mm. They would dismantle. They would dismantle the vehicles and mm. like do the searches and stuff. So to leave us to check traffic and deal with people and they would have them do that and then they would run like the cameras mm. like the mobile vacus trucks and stuff for yeah, yeah. the infrared FLIR cameras yeah, yeah. and then they would walk us in on groups or when i did stuff with mrt you would go down and like what we would do is we would like supplement whatever force was there mm -hmm. but as like kind of like this end all be all so like if we go to like south texas they're like hey you're gonna help our guys do catch this group and you're mm. gonna we used to have this triangulation thing they would set up that would like have a radar and it mm. would track where the aliens were and they could yeah. tell which who was who mm -hmm. it's all this like this giant suburban full of crap you had to set up yeah, yeah but then on the flip side i also got sent to like north dakota they had a flood and minot all mm. of a sudden they have a bunch of roughnecks move in they're like we have a policing problem so 30 of us went up there and they go into a room and the sheriff's like do this swear us in now you're mm. sheriff's deputies and dudes were doing mm. sheriff stuff so it's like we were just like the you know whatever the federal because it was like us just atf gophers basically right yeah well they're pretty much like hey uh you can just do all this stuff so we're just gonna like not whore you out but like this they need female female call and be like oh, hey yeah. we need armed officers who do you got like we have 150 mm. mrt guys where do you want them and like fly to puerto rico fly to hawaii fly to north dakota i never got to go into cool places just like South Texas, North Dakota, mostly. Well, I mean, there's a there's a nuke base up there in North Dakota, at least, so that's kind of cool. But you don't get to see it, so it's not that cool. There wasn't, uh, yeah. When we did, we did it. We we had a great time because we were doing all the cop stuff. So yeah, we were yeah, doing like yeah. we we're doing like <clears throat> some guy tried to kill a dude at a bar. He slit his throat. So we got to deal with that dude. We got to go to like domestics. We're doing all this crazy. This is like oil, this... oil and gas people just going wild. Yeah, there, mostly. Right? Yeah, mostly because the towny people are like, oh god, we have to deal with yeah. these fucking roughnecks. <laughs> So we were like outside of bars and stuff, breaking out fights and doing all the fun stuff. And then, uh, so yeah, we, so we do that, but then you go down to like, yeah, South Texas. But I think the main part of MRT was designed to like, Hey, we have guys at their stations that know the areas they're in. Mm. Like this guy in Lordsburg knows Lordsburg. So if we have a bunch of incursions in Lordsburg, we'll activate those MRT guys. or the guys from that sector and we'll send a team into the mountains there and they'll stay and deal with that because that's what Bortac used to do in Borstar. So they're like, hey, we can use Bortac to do like warrants and other like direct action <laughs> missions that probably are more pertaining to their training. And we'll use these MRT guys to go sit up in a mountain for three days on a mountain team in, mm. in Tucson and watch for these radio guys that live in the mountains that. You're just looking through FLIR to find spotters and shit? Yeah. So they wow. they have a mountain team and <clears throat> they have a pretty cool mountain team in. Uh, MRT team is what my buddy in Tucson was telling me, and he said that they get dropped in. Like they'll get, they'll fly them in helicopters and drop them on mountains. They'll be up there for like a week or two, and they have like a whole team, and they just go and find the spotters. That's pretty dope. So that, that would be that, cool. That'd be fun. I mean, I do I do that in Montana, but we're hunting. You yeah, know? <laughs> right. But they do a lot of so there's a so we kind of became like the medium between like the agent who shows up like and does their shift and rotates mm -hmm. out, 
So like, hey, we'll fill in. Or like right now, if you're getting overran, like in a certain sector or whatever, mm-hmm. they'll plug it with. Now they have a sector MRT team where you can do that full time. Yeah, it's like an eighteen month deal or whatever. Yeah. And then they'll use you to plug, hey, this zone, whatever, and like we'll plug it with MRT guys. Well, you guys are getting a little bit more notice now because we're actually paying attention. We're we're using satellite to to see the big caravans coming a week or so, maybe yeah. maybe even sometimes longer, like two. I've seen two three weeks in, in advance, so you can set up for it. But yeah. it's just uh, we're not going to get into the the details of any of that because I'm going to say some mean things and then you might get in trouble. But um, let's talk about fitness, right? Tell me about how you're uh, like. How did you get into this in the first place? Because you were doing. Before you got involved in any of the uh, the government service stuff or even your current company, Crandall, you were doing personal training, right? So I'm sure yeah. you were, as like a just being, fucking kid, you were yeah, fit sports, into it, right? Sport. Well, I grew up on a farm, so I was like <clears throat> had to do something. bales yeah. and like yeah. doing 4-H and like yeah. pulling steers and mm-hmm. doing that kind of stuff and then playing sports. And then I got to college and I got some like, you know, scholarships to play sports like basketball and like small colleges. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't want to – I'm already in a – like, now you want to go party? I'm already in a little. Well, I'm already in a little pond, like yeah, a little yeah, big yeah. fish in a little pond. I'm like, I want to be big fish in a big pond, so I'll go mm. trout from Mizzou. Mm. So I did those tryouts. So like, oh, for which buddy, te- for which teams? For Mizzou basketball, okay. like for the University of basketball yeah, yeah. Team, as a walk on. And they're like, you're a little small for what we're looking for right now because mm. all of our guards are like your size, but yeah. we need forwards, and you're mm. not big enough for that. So they're like, that's not happening. So I was working at like Best Buy or not Best Buy, Circuit City when mm. they had that. Oh, that that used to be a thing. And all the guys were on the rugby team. So you're, I started... you're aging yourself right now, by yeah. the way, because Circuit <laughs> City hasn't existed for a while. Yeah. So then I started playing rugby, and then I fell in love with It's that club, stuff. though, right? At yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, there's two clubs. There's the Mizzou club team, mm. and they have a city team mm. club. And they play each other, but, yeah, one's associated with the college. Yeah, yeah. Although, I don't know if the college like gives them any money or anything. Mm. Like They probably have to raise the money themselves like probably, we did. yeah. So I put on the club team because that's the guys I knew put on the club team. They were called the Outlaws. The Colum- They're still there, actually, the Columbia Outlaws. And uh, I started doing that for like four years, and I love and I fell in love with that. Rugby's pretty fun. I mean, it's like uh, I, I've i compared it in the past to – because we, we fucked around a little bit at Fort Bragg uh, playing that stuff just to, you know, because we're aggressive. I used to play at the Fort Leonard Wood Marauders. Mm, yeah, they have so a rugby the, team. The, the fucking uh, – the uh, camp and base teams are, I don't know if they're any good or not, but they're fucking violent as shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's fun to play, but I've compared it rugby, club rugby anyway, not professional. Obviously, they they know what they're doing, but club rugby is like a mosh pit. You know what I mean? In this way, it's like it gets pretty hairy and violent. Everybody's moving around, but nobody's really a dick. You know what I mean? Like it's, an, it's, it's, interesting... it's the only sport I see where, it, like, you get picked up off the ground by the opposite team on a regular basis. You don't see that in football much. Um, yeah, I got um, punched in the throat a lot by Kiwis. Oh, yeah. they. Oh, my it, God, because that, I played outside center, and but they would, like, just punch me in the th- yeah, like, that's but the, then, that that's, that's gamesmanship for them, though. That's like dropping yeah. an elbow into the lower back when you're going up for a rebound in basketball. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like, but, you, but you do that, and you say you get in a fist fight during the game. And <clears> The thing about rugby, too, is there's you got 30 guys in the field, and you got one ref. Yeah. So there's a lot of uh, self policing. Yeah. So like if somebody does a cheap shot, they'll just be like yeah. number fifteen, and yeah. then the whole team's like number fifteen. And yeah. as soon as number fifteen gets the ball, that dude's oh yeah not coming up because mm. you because you can wear metal spikes, and you can legally spike people while they're on the ground. You can kick the shit out of them. Mm-hmm. 
while they're on the ground. <laughs> so that dude's going to go down. He's going to get a beating during the game. But then as soon as the like whistle blows, yeah, it's all beers. Then everybody hangs out. It's like yeah. you could have just punched the dude in the face or whatever. Yeah. And then like afterwards, like nobody's mad. It's really funny, isn't it? There's like, no hard feelings. Like know. it's super chill. It's kind of surreal, to be honest. I remember. Uh, I only fucked around a little bit, but some of my buddies played full-time on the Fort Bragg team, and I would go to the games and watch them and shit, go to the matches, rather, and watch them. And that's exactly what it was. They would fucking brutalize each other, and then we would all just sit around drinking beers afterwards. Yeah, no, it's... Uh, yeah, I, I... I think men just need to get it out of their system a little bit. That was the that's first a real thing, thing I noticed. Was like... Because from playing basketball and stuff, you know, you play a team and they're dirty, and afterwards, like, mm. you, you don't even want to... Yeah. You know, you hit their hand, be like, hey, go fuck yourself, you know? Yeah. But then after... Or football, even. Yeah, but that's because you don't that, get out any of your real aggression. Right, yeah, any yeah. Of those sports. And, yeah, and then after that, you're just like, hey, we have a keg at this bar. You guys want to go? And then I'm like, yeah, okay, and then yeah. we just go. Yeah, that's fun. So you're, you're in sports. What got you into personal training? Just wanted to do something to yeah, well, not kind of, work at Circuit City, I well, guess? Well, kind of like uh, it was more like I was just training people for free because I was so into it. It was just mm. more like getting other people to do it. Because I've had a home gym like in my parents' basement because not like really nice gyms like yeah, in the yeah. town I'm from. So well, I just buy you, stuff. None of the 41 residents built a fucking gym. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I just buy equipment from, like, where our school – because our school gym was also not very awesome. Mm. So I'd buy equipment, like, with our school had, and back then it was really cheap, and just put it in my parents' basement, and then I just had, like, a little gym downstairs. So, like, I just always had a gym all the time. And then we moved to college. Uh, we'd use a rec center, like, when I was in the dorms, but then we moved out into these duplexes, and we had – two of them side by side sharing like, you know, two garages. And we just put the equipment in the two garages. So we had like a leg garage and an upper body garage. And then we just would work out there and just kind of got used to working out all the time. And then when I went to the Academy, I was like, I mean, the Border Academy, like I pretty much just went into the Border Academy without doing anything for it. Yeah. Well, how, how is your, uh, how are the facilities, the gyms and stuff, wherever you're stationed, do they have stuff like, cause I worked for, I, I did Intel for USCIS for a little while oh, nice. in San Francisco and uh, in the basement of the building. It's on Sansom Street in San Francisco. In the basement, they had a decent gym because it was us and HSI and a couple other fucking yeah, – yeah. it, it wasn't that You're many Probably people, agencies but. with real money. Ours yeah, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ours is yeah. in the You guys old, are like the Marine Corps, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you guys don't have any new shit yeah, ever. Ours is the used stuff from the other stations, <laughs> and it's in a shed that used to be where they did the maintenance for the vehicles and they built them a new one. So now it's just, just like, like a bunch of big bay doors. Place. So we finally like six, like eight years, seven years ago, I was a union steward mm. and we, we got them to get a, put a heater in there. Oh, wow. <laughs> so that was Damn, pretty dude. nice. Moving on up. <laughs> yeah. So we had a heater now and then we have the, you know, I don't know if you, I don't know if you know what a swamp cooler is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So they have swamp coolers for okay. the summertime because, you know, it's like 115. <laughs> Good Lord, man. That's not enough. Well, but it never gets – I mean, it gets cold, but, like, mostly just the weights get cold or the bars get cold, you know? Yeah. And you're like, ah, eh, it's just cold on my hands. Mm. So, gloves. so they finally got – yeah. So they finally got uh, a, a big heater that hangs out from the ceiling. So that's well, I mean, when – so when are you just going to donate some equipment to the agency, I guess? Well, we do – they buy from me, actually. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, because there's no conflict of interest. We got approved, but there's no conflict of yeah. interest because I just bid, like, against Rogue and Rep and stuff, and since our prices are way better. And yeah, yeah. We've been doing so many. You just have to get, like, an NSN number, right? You have to register as a... Uh, yeah, as, you as register, a... and then and then they just bid. Yeah. So, like, last time we did, like, the CrossFit gym for mm. Border Patrol, like, at the sector, and we just <clears> bid, and, of course, it's the government's so going to go with the lowest, yeah, yeah. lowest bidder. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and since we're local, there's no shipping, and we just... And then, oh yeah, I, that probably. I mean, at least for that particular contract, that probably fucked everybody else out of the. Because I mean, it's weights; it's heavy as shit. If yeah, you, but if also, you, if you cut shipping but also, out, like, you're if you win just compared, like, I think 
ours to rogue rogue's probably 50 mm. percent higher in price you know wow because we don't we're no we're no i mean when i started we were nobody you know, we, mm. we were selling stuff out of our garage and i was just selling to agents because that's who i knew this episode is brought to you by ghostbed.com forward slash drink it bros ghostbed it's the best bed in the world it's the most comfortable sheets pillows the whole thing i've got them all man and you know they wanted to extend their best possible offer to drink it bros they've been with us for a very long time so this is the email they sent us. We want Drink It Bros to get the best offer, so I updated the code for 50% site-wide. That's 50% site-wide. Use the code Drinkin' Bros. Drinkin' Bros with no G. For 50% off site-wide, everything that you buy on this site is going to be 50% off. Again, they get the best pillows, sheets, mattresses. They get the mattress protector. Uh, if you're If you're sloppy and spill things and you don't want to jack up your mattress they have pretty much everything you need they've got weighted blankets now they've got the adjustable base which we really like i've got one in my home so go to ghostbed.com forward slash drink it bros use the code drink it bros for 50 percent off site-wide and don't forget about their pay-as-you-go plan if you're with approved credit you're going to be able to pay this thing off over the course of three to five years for 25 to 35 bucks a month it's nothing go to ghostbed.com forward slash drink it bros today and use the code Drink It Bros for 50% off. This episode is also brought to you by BlackRifleCoffee.com. The best coffee in the world. As a matter of fact, they won both the gold and bronze medal at the Golden Bean Awards this year for their exclusive coffee club entries in the elite category. So the best coffee on earth literally was Circus Bear by Black Rifle, one of their ECS. So I recommend that you go sign up for the Black Rifle Coffee Club Use the code CITIZEN, you're going to get those points off, and uh, you know you get all the benefits from being in the coffee club. You get the free shipping, you get access to all the partner deals, uh, uh, you get access to the exclusive coffee club, you get access to any new products that come out before anybody else does. You know It's a very large club that they have over there, and the coffees are premium. Every single one of them is good. Uh, you, you're going to get experience for, you, you can do just the plain coffee club, and if you want your two bags, of, of uh, espresso or two bags of silence or smooth or whatever it is you drink you can get those two bags or one bag or whatever you want every month or and or rather you can use the ecs the exclusive coffee club and get access to some of the most premium coffees on the planet and kind of learn what it is that you like you know what i mean so then you can order those premium coffees from black rifle as well so and we all know they got the best branding the best merch and their buddies you know we're all friends here uh, we love Black Rifle. So go to BlackRifleCoffee.com, sign up for the coffee club, or buy something. Do whatever you want. Um, use the code CITIZEN. You're going to get those points off. We kind of blew up really fast because of the lockdowns. Yeah, for real. I mean, I, Which so, was shitty for most companies and turned out to be good for us. For a couple. So podcast did really well. Um, Amazon, I guess. Like anything, Netflix. Anything that delivers to your house or... Walmart the, delivery that became you can, a thing, yeah, which yeah, is also yeah. still amazing. Anything that you can do at home. And it's good. I mean, look, honestly, a lot of people, because of the um, the combination of being locked down, which we didn't really do that here. And if even if we did, I wouldn't have participated. I don't I don't I don't, yeah. I don't like being told what to do. Um, but anyway, I think that might be American problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But a combination of like it wasn't the, it wasn't being locked down. It's just a lot of stuff was closed. Right. For whatever reason or another. And then. Um, 
a lot of people became deeply suspicious about government involvement in their life that hadn't been before, which is a good thing, I think, too. Yeah. Um, they started taking their health a lot more seriously. Maybe, maybe it was also because we saw that people who were obese were getting fucking schwacked by this virus, right? Like, yeah. if you're a fat piece of shit, you're, you're not donezo, buddy. Yeah. Uh, which is the case not just for COVID, but a lot of health like heart yeah. disease, fucking all well, that and stuff. And ironically, that still hasn't even been brought up as like a reason not to get like a booster shot. They're, yeah. not, they're still not like, hey, you know, if you guys like work out, you don't have to even have a bunch of equipment if you just like go run for eleven walk. minutes a day. Yeah. that's what that's what the the uh, science suggests that eleven minutes of vigorous activity, not even vigorous, just like a, a brisk walk a day, will keep blood moving enough that you won't get. Uh, like plaque buildup in your and your yeah, yeah, right, right, blood right. vessels in your uh, or your uh, heart and stuff like that. Yeah. It's like it's a pretty minimal effort, but it is good. Well, well, it certainly was good for your company, but I want to talk about more on the broader scale here. Yeah. I think it was good for the country that people started taking their personal health a little bit more seriously, right? Because we've since the 1950s completely butt fucked ourselves with, with high fructose corn syrup and just processed foods in general, the food pyramid telling you that meat isn't all that important and you should eat a bunch of grain like fucking poor people in the Roman Colosseum. It's like everything we've done and low fat, high sugar stuff, all of this stuff has contributed to, we didn't even have to have the black plague or any of this other shit to come in and wipe out part of our population. We did it to ourselves by being stupid and lazy for the yeah. first time in human history. We, we just, our stupidity and laziness got us, well, which is kind of fucking embarrassing, to be it's honest. It's so convenient to just sit on your ass and have food delivered to you that you don't need to do anything. Yeah, no. And and then the other thing, too, is, like, um, people just, like, it's hard, right? It's hard to, like, get up and go outside mm. and do something. But it's not. Because you're, like... It's only, only it's only hard they, because they, you haven't been doing it. like what, the, yeah, the, yeah. They the, think it's hard because you're like, oh, afterwards I'm sore and I'm breathing heavy. Like, yeah, yeah, well, no shit. But then that goes away. <laughs> but the thing is, like, you take somebody. But diabetes that's never, doesn't go away. Right, yeah, you take somebody <laughs> that's never gone to the gym and you take them and then you can do the lightest workout ever and they think they're going to die. Mm. So, like, as a personal trainer, right, you'd be like, hey, these first few workouts, I really got to tone it down mm. because you don't want the person to go home and be like, I'm never going back there again. Because yeah, people yeah, yeah, are yeah. so, like, humans, I think, are so, like, their body's like, I like being at rest, and I like being fat and lazy, because it's way simpler. So Well, they'll, they'll tolerate, like, feeling yeah. kind of shitty every single day of their life, instead of feeling uh, pretty sore for a couple of hours. Yeah, well, one of my favorite things, too, is, like, you take somebody, it's like, I need to lose 30 pounds, and you're like, okay, and then you go, here's a 30-pound dumbbell, and they're like, fuck, that's heavy, you're like... Yeah, that's the weight you want to like. That's how much extra weight's on your body. Yeah. Like, imagine that if you got rid of that, how much better you'd feel. Yeah, like, seriously. Oh shit, because they don't think yeah. about like you just say thirty pounds. Like, oh, it's probably like in my belly. You're like, just pick that up. No. Or fifty pounds. You know, the heavier the better, right? If fifty you're, pounds. If you're twenty plus pounds overweight, that means you have visceral fat, right? Which right, is yeah. fat built up around your organs exactly. as well. 100%. That's 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 where it really becomes dangerous. Like we we think of cosmetic fat a lot. Yeah. Like, oh, I've got some love handles or I got some belly fat or whatever the fuck. And look, that's not great either, but it's the visceral fat that really fucks you up. It's, it a, be, it's a fat you can't see. It would be a great thing if you could go to your like doctor every year and he has a machine because that machine's up to the 
absurdly expensive. Oh, yeah. But they can test, like, show you where your visceral fat is. Mm-hmm. And that would be an eye-opening thing. But the problem is a lot of medical people don't know jack shit about health or fitness either. That's true. No, Because we, they just regurgitate bullshit like yeah. you should get your vaccine or you yeah. should get this. And you're like. Well, they want to sell you a product. Yeah. yeah. Or here. Or, oh, you want to lose weight? Here's a. Here's Ozepic or whatever the hell it's called. Like <laughs> Enjoy diarrhea take, for the rest of your life. Yeah. And then you'll lose like, oh. You'll also lose like 50% of your muscle and 50% mm. of like your bone mass. Like, oh, I lost 30 pounds. Like, yeah, you lost 15 pounds of like your actual body that you mm. need and maybe 15 pounds of fat, but they don't care because like <clears throat> I can sit here and eat chips and just pop this pill and watch Netflix is better than if I had to go like pick something heavy up. And it's not even like the thing too is like it's functional. Like, I know there's like the functional fitness, like CrossFit people, yeah, yeah. and I'm not a big CrossFit person mm-hmm. at all, even a little bit, but it's like, if you can, like, as you get older, like, hey, I need to squat down to pick that thing up off the ground. Or I need to yeah. bend over to pick up my suitcase from the escalators that comes down at the airport. Like, that's a deadlift. The squat is, like, yeah. I'm picking up, like, a pot to put up on the shelf. Like, mm-hmm. all those or are... overhead presses picking things up functional. over your head. I mean, yeah, yeah it's just You're like, in the garage putting your Christmas lights away. Yeah. Like, all those are functional movements of our everyday life. And you're just doing them in the gym. Like, why wouldn't you want to be 80 years old and still be able to, like, put that up? Or, like walk your own ass to the bathroom yeah. or well you better find ways to do it like i'm sure your folks are going to be fine because they, they're still on a farm somewhere maybe yeah no my are dad's not no he's he's like not like that at all no no my brother and sister and i are on his ass to get active how, how old is he he's 72 he's exactly 30 years older than i am <clears throat> but and we we are on his butt constantly and he's like yeah i hurt my shoulder like 30 years ago <laughs> <laughs> like 30 years ago. And he never he went to the doctor for it, probably, because old dudes don't go no, to the doctor. No, right? the farmer people never go to the doctor. Yeah. Like, cause yeah. He, well, he has, and he has, now he has high blood pressure. Mm. He has diabetes. Well, he those did are things. He hit by a car, though, a few, like five weeks ago in a McDonald's drive, not the drive through. He was walking, and some lady ran over him, and he broke his leg, but he was fine. <laughs> I was like, old well, dad, you did die. You got hit by a car. Jesus I guess you still got some muscle in there yeah. somewhere. Like, well, those old dudes are built like fucking uh, 1970s Cadillacs. It's all muscle or it's all metal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like diabetes, high blood pressure, heart disease and stuff like that. These are all so, like they, there are genetic markers for those things, which means you might be more predisposed than somebody else. But those are self-generated diseases. You, you have to do something to yourself to make those things become true about yourself, right? Yeah. Which yeah. is fucked, which, it sound, that, which is not great because it means people are doing it, but it also means you have the ability to reverse that shit anytime you want. And there's never a good or bad time to start. You just got to fucking do it. Yeah, no, you can, <clears throat> yeah. And then what I think it's funny too is when people are like, I'll start January or I'll start on Monday. Like, why don't you start on uh, Thursday? Mm. Like, oh, wait till Monday. Like, you're not going to. You're just giving yourself an excuse to then keep doing bad behavior. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, it, you, they make it, it's from whoever's making food or whatever. It just becomes so cheap and easy to eat shitty yep. that you're like, well, if I got to go buy chicken breast and I got to put on skillet, and I'm like 45 minutes in, and then, you know, I, it's going to take like 45 minutes. Like, if I go through the drive thru, I'll have it like in four minutes, I'll be done eating in 15. <laughs> And then, and then, I, can, then I can go, I can sit there and do nothing for the other yeah, 30 then I minutes. Yeah, watch, watch Netflix. Jesus Christ. Why you know, I don't understand why, what happened to us, that we're in such a rush to just get the stuff that actually keeps us alive and healthy out of the way so we can sit down and stare at a fucking screen. Like, for real. We'll, we, we will rush through. We'll do exactly what you said. We'll fucking order food or whatever the fuck. I cook every night. 
like literally every night. You can ask this dick over here, and it's not for forty five minutes. Like he call, he's, he's he's a nice guy. We he's, like he, <laughs> he stays in my he stays in my place sometimes, and I cook every goddamn night. And it it, it it's not forty five minutes or an hour and a half. It's like maybe twenty minutes of active. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's not that much shit. I mean, if you literally get like a flank steak, it's like a minute on each side on a grill, and that's like in five minutes. And then you make some chimichurri in your fucking blender, and that takes another fucking two minutes. Yeah, like they just, uh, I don't, you know, you go into, uh, uh, Rogan always says, like, you Mm. go in the grocery store, right? And it's like everything in the middle is the shitty stuff. Like, you stay on the outside. It's just because it's so easy to like pop a frozen pizza in the oven. But but why, but why why do we crave. I think that easiness so much. I don't understand. Well, it does have be, MSG in it for sure. Because it be easiness is because that's what we've been taught. I mean, look at you're in the army, right? Mm. Look at the standards they've changed just in the fucking PT and like probably the size of young gentlemen that are going in and probably a body weight percentage. I mean, I was at the academy and we had a dude come out of the Navy mm. who little who came to the Border Patrol Academy who literally got kicked out of the Navy because he couldn't pass the PT. They sent him to a month of remedial PT that also didn't get him to where he can meet the center for the Navy. And I don't know what the center for the Navy. Well, I'm, okay. So when I was applying for the border patrol, I was applying for an officer to be in the Navy too, to go to mm. buds. Mm. And so I, they had brought a seal over from like Phoenix or something. And I met him at Fort bliss and we did like a PT test. So like that PT test that I did for that was not the same as the PT test just to get into the Navy. Right. So yeah. I'm thinking if this dude can't even maintain the center to stay in the Navy, who is not being kinetic typically, you know, in the typical fleet people. Right, yeah, yeah. Like, how the f- fuck you're in the military? Well, you know, and they so, change to a month of just getting yourself yeah, in shape then, to pass the PTS is not even that hard. The Navy and Marine Corps are giving dudes, um, like, vitamin D and calcium shots when they go in now because they're so deficient on both oh, of those yeah, things. Yeah, um, and then this is kind of a meme or a trope or something, but we'll look – at people will post videos on the internet of like high school classes from 2000 or 19. Oh, right, right, like 1950s. Like, why, why the guys like yeah, well, like why do they look like they're 30 years old in high school? It's well, because the average 21 year old today in 2024 has the same level of testosterone that the 65 year old had in 2000, right? Right, that's seen... why you they're they're not they're children with no muscle on their body, which is dangerous because muscle is pe- people don't understand anything about how fucking human biology works and i don't understand why i feel like we had some school on this i don't remember in high school like middle or high school learning anything about how like the body actually works some of the mechanical stuff but how like salt is uber for water to get into my bloodstream right i need to i need those electrolytes to get in get water in my bloodstream lipids fat are carriers the same exact thing to get nutrients into my bloodstream so if you're eating low fat diets you're gonna be fucking malnourished even right. if you're eating good food, you're going to be mounted. If you're not, if you're taking vitamins and you're not taking MCT with it, you're not doing shit. Right. And then oh, you're and just then, pissing it all out. Right? Like but I didn't know that until yeah. fucking maybe five or 10 years ago. Yeah. And then like, there's the importance of protein, how like everybody's like, oh, you're taking much protein, like a bodybuilder. Like, yeah, but you know what it also does is like it helps motor neurons in your brain. Mm-hmm. It helps like lifting weights, just like lifting weights in general mm-hmm. helps uh, the de- bone density. Like as you mm-hmm. get older, yeah. Like 90% of women have issues osteoporosis, with yeah. osteoporosis. Yeah. Like it's definitely a woman thing. And I've always read that's because like since they have their periods every month, the iron they lose mm. hurts 
yeah. the bone density over time. Whereas men don't really have that problem. Just like yeah. a men's multivitamin doesn't have iron in it because you get you, you right. get too much iron. Well, if vitamin. you think about like the ratio of muscle mass on a man to a woman, so a man to maintain muscle mass, especially if they're active, you need to one point two grams of protein per pound of body weight a right. day, right? For women, it's like one, which is that's way off the ratio. It should be 0.6 to 0.7 for women, but because they lose so much on a daily basis because of that, especially after they have a, ch- a child or two, they start to lose so much that you have to go all the way up to one. Or if you're a, yeah. if you're a lean, like fit woman, if you're a CrossFitter or something like that, or a, what, what do they call them? Muscle mommies now, I think. If yeah, you're they one just the, go off. They yeah. just stop if you're one of those, menstruating, don't they? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. They, I think they just stop menstruating. Yeah. So you have, you have to like 1.1, 1. 1, you, you're almost up at a man's level of eating protein with way less muscle density. So it's like, and then the know, other, some of the, the, well, compared to guys now, some of those girls are probably that's more, that's probably more true, yeah. muscle dense but, than but, guys. But building building muscle like that is super important because one, it keeps you thermogenic, which protects you against all kinds of fucking diseases and bacteria and shit, and also burns fat while you're sleeping. You know what I mean? And the other part is moving around like that. Think about the difference between a moving stream and a stagnant stream. The one that has fucking algae and mold right. and yeah, shit yeah. in it yeah. versus the one that's fucking crystal clear. It, it, this isn't. It's the same for a stream as it is for your bloodstream. It's the exact same goddamn thing. And if you're sitting around, if you're rushing through the thing that keeps you alive, right, like fucking eating food, preparing and eating good food, and then you don't go move around afterwards, you're basically just dumping toxic waste into a, into a pond that doesn't move anywhere. And you're yeah. doing that for... 40, 50 years until you get diabetes. You're like, oh, no, what happened, man? Looking. Like, yeah, what, right? Are you fucking serious? And then, yeah. And then the, the other thing, too, is like, you know, if you just work out, you don't have to even fucking do like a bodybuilder workout or CrossFit. Like, you just do a workout, like how you feel afterwards is so mm. much. Like, the endorphins your body yeah. releases, it's like, I also like you to work out. Like, you know, it's like your brain, it's like your body telling you, it like, rewards you yeah. hey, buddy, I also like this. Yeah. If we could just keep this up, this would be really great for us. We could feel good all the time. It's pretty wild, man. Just like, and it, it, it people didn't come, it's not, I don't want to just blame people for this because uh, the pharmaceutical industry, the hospital industry, the government, all these uh, organizations are complicit and, and probably more to blame than the individual because they lied about everything right. for fucking well, 50 years. And if you keep kicking the goalpost farther <clears throat> down and making it easier to conform so that way you don't have as many obese people mm-hmm. or as many people. Well, there's not going to be any, looks there's less customers. Or you right? have, or you have uh, like somebody like, what the hell is it, the, big, the, the black chick that got mad or dancers for being obese and she's like really Oh, Lizzo, yeah, yeah. She's So you she's got Lizzo, disgusting. like this big-ass chick. Who's then yelling at her dancers for being big ass chicks? And they're like, this doesn't even make sense. Well, like, she's walking around in high heels, aerating the fucking concrete. Once yeah. you calm down, Lizzo, you fat fuck. Yeah, um, yeah but you're like, uh, if that, but if that's what you look up to, then yeah. that's what you're going to think is like, oh, I'm beautiful. Or if you have, I mean, even, uh, I think even Victoria's Secret had to admit they made the giant, yeah. like the yeah. giant lines of lingerie, and yeah. they're like, and they lost a shit ton of money. And they finally <laughs> had to admit, like, Okay, the giant line of lingerie we had, we lost money mm-hmm. on. We're gonna probably get rid of that because it didn't it didn't work out. Like, no, they had to like put out a press release that was something to they. I'm I'm yeah. obviously using language they didn't, but it was like, yeah, we're gonna have to start working with hot girls again because yeah. this is fucked up, dude. <laughs> like we can't do this anymore. Well, it was like we're and, and not even that. It's like we're we're not even making we're not making. So their problem is we're not making money anymore because we started using fat girls, mm. and it's apparently guys don't like. Don't want to see the fat girls laundry doing the, the model things, you know. So you're like, 
I guess we got to bring back because because in reality, like if you're going to buy stuff for your girlfriend or your wife, you're going in to buy it. So you're like looking at the person. You're like, oh, I think that look good on my wife. The girl's not really going in to buy the lingerie. Like yeah. your your market isn't girls. It's the dudes that are going to buy the stuff for the girls. So like if the guy is looking at your model, he's like. I am not attracted to that model and mm. that look, then he's not going to go to you. He'll just go to Fredericks of Hollywood. Or he'll mm. go somewhere else. You know, he's not going to be like, you know what? I would like to put that flag on my wife. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, it's all like, especially in the fashion and beauty industry, it's all as, It's only aspirational marketing. That's the whole point, right? Yeah, you, right. Can't, you can't do that with fat dummies. Well, look at, look at Under Armour. Like, have they ever had a commercial where the Jude's not jacked? Like, when they first mm. came out, every Gatorade dude was does. juked. Ga- of- Gatorade's been running commercials with fat dum-dums, right? But you never oh. see, you never see like, Under Armour is the one. I don't know about Reebok, actually, but Nike does all the time. They're woke as fuck. But I've never seen Under Armour do weird shit like that. Yeah, they like they enough. always have jacked fucking, like, we must protect this house. It's like the biggest yeah. linebacker ever. You know, Reebok, they, what was a Reebok should, that used to do the, the office linebacker dude? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, Terry Tate. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah. was a good one. Yeah, yeah. see, so like, that but stuff that, is like appeals to guys like, yeah. fuck yeah, I want to be jacked. Like, no guy's like, sees a fat dude in an Under Armour shirt and like, you know, I really want to look like that yeah, when I get real. older. Like, you, I mean, you probably grew up in the same generation. I was mm-hmm. like, Arnold Schwarzenegger, mm-hmm. you had Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. I mean, my kids. Just everybody are, from Predator, basically. <laughs> yeah, you're like. Uh, and Rocky. I want to be Rocky. a jack dude that beats up people and shoots guns. And like that was like the American thing. And back then, you could also smoke, and it would, you didn't have to get yelled at. But That's like, true, yeah. like it's it's cool to fucking be a jack dude. And now it's like, look at that meathead. He's so you're trying to bring fit. Like I'm trying to bring fitness back, mm-hmm. and then try to appeal to like the rest of the country that's like middle of the road or moms mm-hmm. you know like hey you can work out with your kids like we do a lot of videos on our instagram where my kids work out with me my little my mm-hmm. my kids are six eight ten and twelve now well by the like in a couple months i'll be like two years they're all two years apart mm-hmm. and they work out with me all the time and right now they're in bulking season right so they're all eating as much as they can mm-hmm. they're like i'm trying to get to 100 pounds i'm trying to get to 125 pounds dad like but they see like because they play football they play sports. That's you know that's another problem I think that we didn't talk about is like how they've gotten rid of PE. So yeah. like when I was in yeah, school, yeah. you had PE every year and every day. My son's in junior <clears> high right now. He plays football. We do football, boxing, jujitsu, mm. baseball, and he does um, basketball. Mm-hmm. And I coach their basketball team. He they don't he doesn't have PE this year because it couldn't fit into his curriculum. I'm like. So how many other kids that probably he doesn't need the PE, but imagine the kids that need the PE. Like, mm. why would you take that out? So then the kids in their head, taught from kindergartners up, are like, physical education is not important. Like this part isn't important to your life. That's why you have it twice a week for 15 minutes because you're in kindergarten, and you have it three times a week for 15 freaking minutes when you're in like elementary and then middle school. You may or may not have it. Like, how are you going to get that ingrained into a kid from when they're small? Like. Physical education, like, well, in school they didn't think it was important, so I guess I don't think it's yeah. important. Well, it's so the they're fir- an adult who doesn't know how to do PE. It's the first six years of a kid's life, especially, where they're, where you imprint habits on them that will last their whole life. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what, like, kindergarten, first grade, second grade are so important for that. But even, like, I, all four years of high school, I had gym class. Yeah. Gen, like, Weightlifting, but you're, yeah, right? well, you're like lifting or you're doing track, sports, running track, football, track. Yeah. Well, they used to have the president's physical fitness standard, right? Mm. Where you'd have to pass like a run, push up sets, all this crap. Yeah, they but that's, ra- that's racist now, the- I think. I don't, I don't know. They, it's something. I don't know what it they is. Prob- but it's, it's fattest. Like, imagine 
I, I can't, I really can't fucking track on the logic that says, I don't want to hurt somebody's feelings. So I'm going to let them slowly eat themselves to death. Like literally that's the dumbest shit I've ever fucking heard. Like imagine, (laughs) imagine you do that to your children. Imagine you, your kids over there trying to jam a fork into the electrical socket. You're like, well, I don't want to yell at them. You know what I mean? And all of a sudden his hair is on fucking fire. That, that, that's what you're that doing to these actually, people. <laughs> yeah, you know what no, I mean? I get, yeah, I 100 percent. I don't understand um, the whole the, I just don't understand like how you can take something that's so important away from like a kid when it's not their choice. Like you if you make them go to mm. pee, they'll go and they'll like it and they'll not only that, like they, they'll bitch in the on the front end, then you'll ask them afterwards, like, yeah, it was pretty fun. But not even that. You build like that come like from playing sports, especially mm. like I think yeah. every kid it's like they say they we should do military service, right? Like mandatory, like yeah, Israel or something. Service, like yeah. you should have a, you should be on a team. You should play on a team sport. It doesn't matter if it's fucking track or football or basketball or mm. what whatever. Make up some dumbass sport. We have to be on a team for like one season so you can get the team of like having a coach and being disciplined and going to practice and work like seeing this, and then you can decide if you want to do it. But like they don't even make kids do like you don't even like a lot of kids don't do it. They'll go to college like. Never play a sport. Yeah. Never lifted a uh, weight. And you're like, how? And it isn't just. Do you, how do you, how do you, what do you do in your free time? I'm like, it oh, isn't, they just play games. It isn't just the physical part of it either. It's, it's the being bonding. in a competitive environment yeah. is going to, where you're working towards a common goal of people, that's good, right? And then the conflict that happens. So you learn low level conflict resolution. So you can make eye contact with somebody, tell them you don't like what they're doing, and come to a resolution without having to fucking go stand in the street and stop traffic like an asshole, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, actually get involved, take personal responsibility. I'm going to, even though it's uncomfortable, look this person in the eye and say, hey, I don't like this. Let's find a way to fucking coexist here because this is bullshit. And it's from that, that is, that's how we, without law, without interference from the government, in my opinion, maintain a cultural standard where everybody's on the same general page about what's polite, what's acceptable, and what's not. You know what I mean? Yeah, and what you can say without getting punched in the face. Yeah, because you should get punched in the face a couple of times growing up. Yeah, well, like, you should just... Kids are dicks, you know? Yeah, and if you don't do sports, you could do martial arts, jiu-jitsu, or something like that. I think, especially for boys, at some point in your life, you need to do something where you have to take another kid your age and slam him into the ground, yeah. knock him on his ass, yeah. choke him, or get choked and be like, oh, I don't like it's this. Not the end I'm going to fix – yeah, you're not going to die. Yeah, it's not the end of the world. You get hit by a kid, you're not going to die. Or some guy shoves you on the ground like it's not the worst thing that's going to happen to your life. Yeah. Like, oh, there's a chance that I might get knocked on my ass in my life and I'm going to be okay. Yeah. I don't have to fall apart like yeah. emotionally. And Well, that's the thing, right? You should, you should not, as an adult, you should not be afraid of getting punched in the face. Not because you don't think anybody would dare punch you in the face, but because you know that's not the worst thing that can happen. I can deal with that. I can handle the stress of life. That's fine, right? Because yeah. the, the less low-level stress you expose a child to throughout their fucking uh, adolescence, the less stress they're going to be able to tolerate as an adult. And we're going to become weaker and weaker as a society. I don't know if you've noticed that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or anything. Yeah, well, I, t- I told my – that exact what you just told me. My son was doing the cold plunge stuff with us. So mm. we've just been using a pool in our backyard because the pool's like 42 degrees. Yeah, perfect. So he gets in and he goes uh, – both – actually, all three of my boys got in. And they're sitting Rogan there. was doing one this morning. He's posting about it on the internet, by the way. Oh, yeah. He's like, yeah, but it's colder outside than it is in my fucking pool right now. So yeah, that's a point. It's cold as shit. Yeah. So we get in, and he's sitting there, and he starts to cry or whatever. I'm like, 
I go, we're going to do three minutes, buddy. Mm. I go, just focus. And he's like, I go, imagine if this is the worst thing that happens to you today. The rest of your day is going to be fine because this is obviously destroying you. And he's like, my feet, it feels like I'm getting stabbed. I go, I know, I get it. And then he gets out and he's like, I go, you fine? He goes, yeah. I go, you want to go work out now? He's like, yeah, let's go. So, like, his whole mentality is like, okay, that's, like, the worst thing that's probably going to happen to me today. Mm. The rest of the day is going to be easy. So, like, goes to school and some dumb shit happens. Like, I don't give a fuck about that because, like, that's not even as hard as what my dad did to me at home. Well, life's all about perspective, right? If the worst thing that happens to you is that somebody says something in public, like, literally, we, we, we talk a lot of shit about the millennial generation and Gen Z and now Gen Y as well or whatever the fuck it's called, um, whatever this new one is. Um, we talk a lot of shit about these kids and how weak and not resilient they are, but we made them by not putting them through stressful situations as children. We are completely responsible. Children are responsible for that shit. How could they be like, yeah. So we, our generation, uh, uh, older millennials, younger gen X complain, like we, we complain both about how our parents treated us. And about the generation that followed us. Like, we've got to take some responsibility somewhere for this shit and, and course correct a little bit, right? Yeah. Well, then it's, you you, have... we can't just blame it on, look, oh, it's this, these guys, not me. Yeah, well, I think it's it's too, like, it's your own mentality. Like, I mean, I'm a millennial, so, like, there was, like, oh, millennials are the worst, the first group. But you're, like, there's a group of millennials from, like, military guys. Like, you have guys that were in our group that obviously joined the military, like, at 9-11. Mm. And the guys that jumped in to do all these stuff and the guys that are police officers. But now, I mean, shit, I'm 42. Now there's mm. guys that are like, we can't fill the Border Patrol. Like police stations, police stations that can't get officers. Like yeah. there are people that are like, I'm not doing that. There's a chance I might die. And I'm like, I go out and we're getting a car chase and you're going 140 miles an hour, or 150 miles an hour. And you're chasing somebody and it's a smuggler. And you're like, you look over at the dude and you got like, the radio and you turn it up and you're like fuck yeah we're good. <laughs> yeah. this is gonna be all yeah. like like what's going through your head is you're like looking at each other like the last time we were doing it i'm on the radio and my 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 watch commander was like what's the easiest choice you can make window instead of middle seat picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket outsourcing business tasks you hate what about selling with shopify whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Well, you like know, the, were you doing your taxes <laughs> while you are driving? Because yeah. you guys seem so fucking calm. Because no. we were going like 145 no. to chase this guy. And I was like, 
Yeah, we're going because you have to do like a report every so many yeah. months. So I'm like, we're a mile marker, 120. It's uh, 68 degrees. It's a beautiful sunny day, and we're going 145 miles an hour. I, Whatever. Yeah. The guy's still pursuing. They're like, yeah. uh, are you guys okay? Yeah. Like, yeah, no, we're fine. We're just yeah. like, we just like, so we're. And then you put it down. You're like, as soon as we pulled that dude over, we fucking right up mm. there, dragged that motherfucker out, like yeah. bashed him. You know, you're yeah. like, oh yeah. Oh, it's like. Uh, that movie, the other guys, where Will Ferrell puts in Steely Dan, what they're doing <laughs> in his in his fucking Prius while they're chasing yeah. his way down. Yeah, yeah, well, well, that's the other guys, right? Where he was yeah. like, uh, he's like, I think my my SUV shit one of these outlaws. Like, <laughs> but no, it's like you have guys that are like, you get hyped up to go, and you know, there's a chance that you could get shot, mm -hmm. but you're doing it because you're like, this motherfucker might kill somebody that's innocent. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna get into this. I'm gonna get into this shit with this dude, and it's gonna be okay. Mm. Like, like we had a dude that got pulled over by state police. It was an HSI op. They killed the guy, killed the state police officer. He goes up. The guy's a gun. He's like, okay, get out. He comes out with one of those little mini ARs and plugs the dude twice. Mm -hmm. The state trooper goes down. It's on the dash cam. He goes up, execution style, gets in, takes off. And the cruiser? And the guy's cruiser? Uh, no. The or guy, his own, he he got back in his own car? His truck, yeah. He comes mm -hmm. out. He shoots him over the bed. Yeah. Poor dude, rest in peace. Like, mm -hmm. Basically, what happened is HSI had an op, and this guy didn't know what was going on. The guy he was pulling over was way more dangerous than they mm. led him to believe. He thought he was a regular like pullover, and oh, it they, was not. He, they had a, uh, a, what do you call it, a bolo on him, and he pulled him over? Well, as soon as he gets shot, within a few seconds, boom, kitted out dude show up in an SUV, jump out to help him, and they mm. go off chasing. Shit. So he goes into Las Cruces. He's going eastbound from Dimming, New Mexico, to Las Cruces. <clears throat> you watch this dude. So this, my point is like, all these guys are chasing this guy. They know what kind of dude he is, and all these cops are like, yeah, let's go get some. Like, this dude just hurt one of our guys. He's yeah. coming into town. We're not going to let him hurt anybody in town. And right. they're like, we're going to get some. So they, this oh, Las Cruces PD guy, he pits this dude. You, mm -hmm. you can see the video on YouTube. He pits this dude. The guy's truck starts to spin. I don't know if I can get up, but he starts to spin. As it's spinning, his door opens. He walks out of the truck, engaging as the truck is spinning behind him. He gets out, and he's like, doo, 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 onto this, this LCPD guy, gets hit in the shoulder. He returns fire. Marshals, Dasso, Donia County Sheriff's, mm. Las Cruz PD, Border Patrol, everybody shows up, and they just, I mean, they killed the fuck out of this dude, right? But you watch that video. A guy happened on the front road, and you see him step out, and that car's moving, mm. and he's engaged. While the cars, it's like fucking John Wick, and he's like, "Well, that happened in uh, what was that movie? Uh, Red, remember that with uh, Bruce Willis? Oh yeah, yeah, he, yeah. So he, yeah. so you see it on this guy, this kid's phone video. If you look up on YouTube, you see this killing. I was like, Jesus, what do I, fuck? What do I search on YouTube? To if find you this? search on YouTube, it's a uh, New Mexico State Trooper like sh shooting in Las Cruces or shooting in Dimming. It's a it's a it's a Las Cruces PD Camaro. It's like uh, footage of shooting in Las Cruces, uh, state police chase, something like that. It, it wasn't that long ago. Mm, yeah, I found it. All right, I'll check it out after this. Yeah, uh, but he literally just steps out, and the truck's mm. still moving, and you're like, oh, fuck. That dude's, like, not just, like, a rig. So he was going there to do a buy bus for meth or something. Mm, I see. But, you know, um, whatever. Yeah. It's not HSI's fault. Well, no, I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. That's that's the thing. It's like, uh, do you remember um saving private ryan well they come across that machine gun position and the guys are like hey let's just go around this and tom hank's character's like no because then they're just yeah. going to tear up the next group that comes through here yeah. it's you, you can't do that that's it's it's putting shopping carts back where they come from it's fucking picking garbage up off the ground it's helping yeah. people around you that need it that we've 
to some degree we've lost that instinct to take care of the people around us and yeah. it's it's I don't know what it is, to be honest. It's made us like that, but it's not great. Well, hopefully there'll be a generation of people like, I want to say like the public square type people mm. that are, and you guys and this podcast and like similar podcasts where they're going to be like, hey, I like, like, I like, like it resonates. What those guys say resonates with me. You can't mm. just be like a, a, a society of me, me, me. Yeah. Because then you don't have firefighters and cops and, and. And paramedics, because, like, who the fuck wants to make 18 bucks an hour to drive around a fucking ambulance and get possibly shot at if you go to a domestic, like, or be a fireman and show up to some scene and some guy takes pot shots at you because he's fighting with his wife and he lights the house on fire? Like, you don't want to do that for shitty pay unless you're the type of person that, like, that's what you want to do. Yeah. And the the amount of people that want to do that, I think, is dwindling because people are like, Oh, I could die. And everybody's like self-preservation. Whereas like yeah. when I signed up, the first thing I thought was like, man, we're going to get these back. Like we chase somebody. It's like, oh, we're going to get this dude and we're going to get this guy off the street. Or we show up to a wreck and you're, you know, you go over and you're like, we're going to save this person. We're going to pull him out of the car. We're going to do this. Like you get hyped up to like protect people because it's like a, this instinct inside of you. And I don't know if that instinct is, I assumed it was uh, like hereditary, like mm. the human species, <clears throat> like as a man, like that's kind of like. But maybe that's not true because I think some guys, like, don't have it. They're just like, yeah, I don't want to do conflict. Yeah. And that's the thing about we were talking about the sports and stuff early on is, like, you learn conflict. Like, the conflict's okay. Yeah. It won't yeah, kill yeah. you. And that you can get into a conflict and still be have your wits about you and, like, solve problems and, like, sure. you're going to be fine. Yeah. Well, I mean, we got you got to teach people from a very young age that there's things that are worth – or th- there are things that are worse than pain and death, right? Like you're you're going to die. There's no question about that. the The, the mortality rate for everyone on a long enough scale is one. You're, you're going to die. There's yeah. no question about well, that. Well, it's like what I say about border patrol agents. <clears throat> like, um, just hit on that real quick. <clears throat> is when I talked to Aunt, like when I did the the other thing, the other podcast. I'm like cleared hot. Yeah, yeah, cleared hot. <clears throat> People think that we're like a bunch of racist fucks that hate illegal aliens and <clears throat> hate like minorities and like. 90% of the Border Patrol are minorities. Yeah. And who the fuck do you think are... These people walk the desert for five days after they walk for a month through Mexico. You think mm. the people in Mexico, like, they're, they're getting raped, they're getting beat up, they're getting robbed. Like, those people in Mexico don't give a fuck about these people. Yeah. They come over here. Who do you think picks them up? We pick them up. We're the ones who find them in the desert. We're the one who bring them, brings them food, bring them water, get them medical care. Like, the Border Patrol are, like, the nation's largest... Well, law enforcement, like border law enforcement, but also the it's largest almost border like paramedics. Yeah, it's like an NGO almost at this point. Yeah, like we, we're the ones who are, like we literally send dudes out. Like we get calls at our checkpoints and like when you're on patrol and they'll be like, there's a lost person. He called 911. His cell phone died. Here's the last coordinates. And we send agents to go find that dude. We're, if we hated them, we'd be like, nah, fuck that dude. You can yeah. just die. Like, no, like there's a family out there. Go get them. And they'll send everybody. To go get this fucking family, like, yeah. send the ATV unit, send helicopters, like, we're not just like, and then, then, then like, as far as, like, separating families, and we, I mean, I'm sure stuff we can talk about, but, like, we're not separating families from the real families. We're yeah, se- no, no, we're no, separating no. dudes from little girls that they bought from another yeah, person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because we're also <laughs> in the business of like protecting these little girls from predators. Yeah. Because we don't want, we're not gonna be like, oh, that's your daughter. 
ask him some questions like that seems suspicious but i guess it's fine we'll just yeah, let him go yeah. with it like no we're gonna be like okay fuck face we're gonna separate you yeah. we're gonna talk to this little girl find out what the fuck's going on and then we're gonna get you away from her because you're a shitbag and there, that's also our job not there, just there still hasn't been anyone real i know some people are kind of working on it so rocco did a thing where he went down to the border and filmed a bunch of shit but there still hasn't been real expose reporting on the pathway that these unaccompanied minors take you know what I mean? Especially little girls, but even the, even the little boys, it's like, uh, from apprehension to ORR and they end up in a fucking stash house getting gang raped and fed fucking opiates, like fentanyl and shit to get them addicted to drugs for two weeks. And then they get sent out to random places throughout the country. This isn't there, there, there are families who come over here. There's no question about that, yeah. but the vast majority of the kids that are coming over here, they're, it, they're not families. They're not with families. They're fucking coming over here to get sex trafficked into our country. Like this country, we talk all this shit about uh, uh, how we're the best country in the world and protecting people and protecting kids and shit. And we are not doing the job very well, in my opinion. Yeah, we uh, we actually busted a stash house that we had a lot of females come out of there. And mm -hmm. we, were, we were finding them like through smuggling, like smuggling loads or whatever in yeah. cars. <clears throat> and they were like... It was like a rash of girls with broken legs and backs. And we were like, the fuck is going on? So then they have that, we have an alien smuggling unit right mm. there, still looking into it. And I was at the hospital watching this girl, and she had like a shattered ankle. And what had happened, I was talking to her, and she said, what happened is they were on the fence mm. in El Paso, and I guess this has been happening where she wouldn't, she got scared, mm. and they just shove her off. Oh, yeah. And so yeah. she hit the ground, bro. Yeah. So this one crew was doing this a lot to these females. So the, that's not even the worst part. Then she goes from there to the stash house, and yeah, she said she was there for a week, and they just raped the shit. It's like out a, of her. it's 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 seven to fourteen days. They get gang raped and fed intravenous drugs mostly the whole time, just like turning out a fucking prostitute, like a, yeah, in, and in, then, a, in and an then inner city or something. But we yeah, and it was a rash of the same. It was the same guys in the same group that all these injuries were coming from. The girls with broken backs, broken hips, uh -huh. broken legs. I'm like. So they were just chucking chicks off because they were getting paid. As soon as she hits the ground, they, they get money yeah. from wherever the other media area is. Yeah. So they just wanted them over. Yeah. You know, and if crazy. we had, if you had enough agents, like I was, people always bitch about the border wall. You don't need a border wall. I'm like, the wall, like it doesn't stop anybody. Like the wall no. is not to stop anybody. No. Like, like the wall doesn't like, stop anybody. To, and what was the cost going to be? Four billion? Do you know how much we could put tech and people down there and stop this shit? Or at least make it yeah. so unprofitable that they'll figure they'll do something else. Right. Like, well, we're going to move more product instead of people now or something, right? Yeah. But like I would I, still like, I'm pro wall, but not mm. because it stops. It's more like if you have a wall. It's a layer. It's yeah, a layer well, of defense. If, yeah. if, if you, so, like, there's a good book called Defense in Depth. I, I don't know if it was, uh, God, who wrote that book? Let me look it up right quick so you can. Defense in Depth. I read it in college. Um, fuck i have to look it's it's not coming up right now yeah but that that my uh one of my bachelors and my master's degree is in security management and international border security homeland security right so defense in depth is exactly what it sounds like it's fucking it's it's essentially a serpentine with fucking jersey barriers right like i'm gonna make it a little bit more difficult for them to come through here with multiple layers of fucking security that right. way they'll fuck off yeah. or they'll go do something well, else so, or and, yeah and, and or you I, can at least funnel them into one spot that's easier to defend yeah right? well because because we have a lot of area there's no fence so like trying to when you go to a ford operating base and you're stationed down there and you're trying to guess the route they're going to take when they cross over this like uh five chain link not chain link, but like five barbed wire, like cattle fence. 
you're just literally guessing. You're in an area that's 50 by 50 miles and you're trying to guess where the trail they might go through. My point of like, if you build an entire border wall is, what comes with the border wall? Mm. It's a service road. So now all of these impassable mountains that we can't drive down to, at least you can have an agent that can respond to the area. So the fence isn't to stop them. What the fence does is allows us to respond and have a road to get there to respond. Because if I catch the dude at the border, I'm much more efficient as an agent than if I let him cross and then wait 17 hours and try to guess where he might come out and yeah. hope that I'm right on my highway that he might be coming out this trail yeah. instead of one of the other 50 trails. What do you think about, like a lot of people are kind of, a lot of people have been lobbying to get uh, the military down there to do some shit, like to like not apprehensions, but anti-cartel activity more so, right? Like maybe even pushing to the south, to the mic side of the border to do some operations to disrupt the cartels. What do you think about that? I mean, that if they're in Mexico and doing stuff like that, that'd be great. I mean, I'd rather just them send in like a, a squad and to drop it on like every head of cartel. I'm sure that they have intel like where they live. Just drop like a SEAL team or, or a Green Braid team into each house and take them all out and be like, every time a new head pops up, this will be the response from the United States. So you can either do this. And we're going to find you and kill you or you can. And then they might trickle down because there's no way. Like if you. So we catch smugglers. At one point we were catching at my station, my station by itself with 24 guys. We were catching 10, I think it's from the high, like eight to 12 smuggling loads a day with very limited people. At one station. So who knows how much was actually probably yeah. double, double that was coming through. how many stations there are that are also like right now? I, I read, uh, heard yesterday that I think Arizona they're catching like fifteen thousand bodies a day. Like, and you have eighty guys dealing with that. Like eighty, like because you like if you're in a place like that, you might catch a group by yourself of a hundred dudes by yourself, right? And you're like, what happens when they start the coming over with fucking AKs? <laughs> yeah, well that. Yeah, that's a so that's what I'm saying. Like, if you can drop in troops and like, because they can't be active right inside the United States. That's is that positive comitatus. Yeah, yeah. That's Although a they law. can't, so uh, National Guard can. So the Texas National Guard has been down at the border. There have been some legal battles actually between. Yeah, I'm that. See, I've been seeing that with Border Patrol guys. But versus... now, now there's as of last week, uh, our governor here has gotten pretty. Uh, uh, he's gone pretty hardcore. I think the Texas National Guard is actually pushing Border Patrol off the border. In some places. Yeah, there was like a three-mile stretch. Yeah. And and that's fine. I mean, that that's, to me, because you had the Border Patrol Union, I guess, stick up for them and be like, yeah, that's fine. Mm. Go for the National Guard. Yeah. Because now the guys that were there can now go patrol somewhere else. It's yeah. not like the Border yeah. Patrol is going to be like, the boots on the ground guys aren't going to say, we don't want more help. What we yeah, need is know, less right? help and less people. Yeah. Never, like, that's no stupid. guy that's like a gun on the ground. That's making an arrest is like, I wish I had less backup. Yeah, yeah. No, that's dumb. <laughs> uh, but it is out of control. Before we get out of here, though, like th this is all super interesting stuff. People just don't realize how bad it is on at every level. Like they don't understand what the average Border Patrol agent's going through being in a small unit, underfunded, probably haven't taken a lot of vacations the last couple of years, if any. Right. Um, get capped out on overtime pretty quick in the year. And then you start just getting comp days and shit. It's like, all right, cool. When the fuck am I going to take these? Well, our new, yeah, our new Border Patrol thing is 
The overtime is all comp days. There's no more overtime. For, uh, for Border Patrol, there's no more overtime. Uh, customs, I think. This is the same way, overtime. by the way, that all of the 1811s, what fucking, what year was it? 2019 or 2020 with all the UN stuff that was going on. They all got capped out. Uh, it was during the 2020 election, actually. They all got, uh, there was a UN thing and the 2020 election, and they all got capped out on overtime by like March of that year because it was campaign they season and they were doing details for everybody. They were pulling in people from fucking, they were pulling in like DEA 1811s who are not direct action or close personal protection people. They're investigators. They fucking, and they, they go do inspections on like blast yeah. sites and they fucking investigate gun stores and shit like that or, or illegal trafficking across the border. They don't fucking do any of this stuff. And they were getting pulled into DC and New York to do close protection details and not even getting paid for it. They didn't get paid. We have federal air marshals and stuff down at the processing centers right now. Like guys from New York City, they're like, uh, I like protect trains, like the subway systems. I'm on a team that does that. I don't he's speak like, any he's Spanish. Like, and now he goes, <laughs> I talked to a dude, he goes, they told me, you can pick when you go or we're going to tell you when you go. So he's like, no. so I pick now because there's no like holidays coming up. No. So he's like, uh, he's like, so I'm just down here like, processing. Like, that shit's Can't fucking wild, it. man. People just don't understand how bad it is. They don't understand how many kids are getting trafficked through this country right now, and not not just kids, but adult women as well. But a my, lot of a lot my, of kids. My uh, my personal, if we have time, my personal yeah. opinion solution would be: you cross, you let them, you funnel them into an area. This is just my opinion, mm -hmm. right? not the border patrol. You funnel them into an area. Because you know where you can beef up Border Patrol and where you can't. Yeah, yeah. You funnel the people that are crossing, if you're going to let them cross into an area, you get them in, you roll them, you fingerprint them. If there's no criminal history, you put them on a bus, you drive them to the nearest airport on a C-130, mm. and you fly them back to wherever they came from. Mm. And when you do that a few times, they're going to be like, this is really shitty. I thought we were going to New York because what's happening mm. is they well, come ERO over. Well, ERO was doing that for a while, right? Yeah. Well, like, no, during, I mean, I don't know. But during, we, during Trump, the ERO, yeah, yeah. ERO so was now, like. So now if you go to New York and you have 50 cousins in Guatemala, you're going to call and be like, hey, dude, if you cross over, yeah. they're going to give you money and they're going to bust you in New York City and then New York City is going to pay for you to stay in this hotel and they're going to give us food. But if you start flying everybody back on C-130s to wherever they came from. Like shitty, loud-ass C-130s. Yeah, they are going to be yeah. super pissed off that they just wasted money and time doing that. And it, you might get somebody that's like, you know, I'll try it one more time. Yeah. You get flown back in. Those phone calls going back and forth aren't going to be so excited about coming no. to the United States anymore. They're going to be like, <clears throat> okay, this is really shitty because these assholes keep like, – Border Patrol guys keep flying us back. Yeah. Like, this no. isn't cool. I thought we were going to get Because they're paying like, like 15 ride. grand to get over here right or it depends or, on where they or, come from or in like an, these. yeah or it can indentured be, servitude or something yeah, right it can be 1200 yeah for the women for yeah sure. it can be like 12 i've heard as low as 1200 bucks during covid mm. it was it got super cheap yeah but <clears> it can go up to like yeah 15 grand yeah it's, but it's like i wild. said if you go and all your phone tree is like yeah this is gonna be awesome mm. and and we're using the same guy's house to claim that he's taking care of us and we're using that address and, yeah you know but i mean but, i've seen i've seen some of these reports my buddies from border patrol sent me these reports where eight ten twelve unaccompanied minors get go to the same quote-unquote aunt's house at the same address in a, in like San Diego or something like I don't think so. Yeah, and I'm not That's I'm not, not familiar with the unaccompanied minor yeah. side of it so much. I deal with mostly like yeah the adults. Like we get a lot of the the smuggling groups already like the like they've already been from the stash house mm -hmm. or whatever. Yeah. We get a lot of males like in our area. But yeah, I'm like you start just like literally like have a fence set up and they cross over and you put them in an area and buses just drive them to the airport. And they start flying back. They're gonna be like 
it kind of take the wind out of your sails. Yeah. Like, man, I thought we were, and we're not getting this. Like, yeah. ah, fuck, I'm not going back. I was thinking about building a giant catapult <laughs> and just launching them back over the border, but I don't think you could do that. Maybe if we put parachutes on I'm sure it'd be them, frowned yeah. upon. <laughs> um, like, this is frowned upon. Before we get out of here, I want to talk about your company, though. Um, yeah. Crandall Fitness. Yeah. What made you decide? So you guys sell gym equipment, basically. Yeah, power racks, yeah. bars, benches. What made you decide weights. to start that? We wanted to start a gym, and then uh, we were getting ready to do that and had a place, and then COVID just, and I'm in New Mexico, so mm-hmm. that's like little California. So they really hammered like everywhere, and they're like, well, mm-hmm. that's not going to work. And I re- literally just hard ride it into equipment. We just started getting some and selling it out of our garage and to like other agents and mm-hmm. people that we knew, like mostly like that kind of circle, like law enforcement, military guys, like yeah. they kind of hang out together. And then it just kind of blew up because of COVID, and we were in a warehouse first for a year, and then all of a sudden we got a retail store, and then the next year, and the next year we have two retail stores, and now we're doing nationwide. And then we're you guys like, just opened one up here in Texas too, right? Yeah, in El Paso. Mm. Yeah, so that'll be the farthest. Like the retail will stop there. Yeah, because we well, do free because right? we do free shipping. Yeah. So there's there's no like it, it's not advantageous really for me to expand and try to like franchise the stores out really right. when I can yeah. just ship anywhere in the United States. For okay. Free. Um, and what kind of products do you offer? So we do like power racks, mm. bars. We have Olympic bars and power bars, bumper plates, regular weights, dumbbells, adjustable benches. You got cable systems and shit? Yeah, functional trainers, okay. lat pull-down low rows. What about uh, rowers or anything like that? We don't have any of the cardio stuff yet. Okay. Mostly because I don't do car- no, I, cardio. Cardio's gay? Is that what you're going to say? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I just don't do cardio. No, because like there's so many parts on those, like oh, yeah. the computer screens yeah. and stuff. They're, the they're also hard to source. Like you, some of this stuff... You, you, there are 50 and 20 different companies that make it, and it's easy to go out to the market and get a good price on it so you can deliver a good price to your customers. Yeah. Some of these pieces of equipment, like rowers, there's only a couple of companies that even make those goddamn things. So they're all, if you look on, if you go look on the internet for rower costs, they're almost all the same price or yeah, higher, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, because they're getting about the same price. Yeah. But yeah, so mostly we just did that because we're so small. Like it's me and my wife, and we have six employees. Oh, wow. So there's only eight of us. So we're running this. And you got three separate places and you're yeah, only, you so only have eight w- fucking employees yeah 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 we're pretty efficient with yeah, our well, time. well i also do a lot of, like i do a lot of that when i'm not doing border patrol stuff <laughs> so we, we're pretty busy as a family and we my kids know how to package pallets and and band and wrap and and they know how to do ups labels and they're yeah. pretty, oh, yeah, they're pretty yeah, efficient yeah, yeah. so guys. you've got slave labor is what you're saying <laughs> yeah. yeah that's I, pretty, I i may know something about that from my childhood <laughs> Working yeah, at my it's dad's the, body it's the shop. farm mentality. If you yeah, have a sure. bunch of kids, then you get free work. That's right, yeah. That's that's, that's, that's what it was all that about. Can drive tractors. The nineteenth century was like eight kids, eight employees. Here we go, buddy. And we've got that's that's over the course of like you've got peak workers for twelve consecutive years, essentially, right? If you space yeah. it out right. Well, it was um, my older brother, it was my older two sisters, then my older brother, mm-hmm. and then me, my little brother, and my little sister. I'm like, you can drive a lot of tractors and trucks with uh, grain and hay bales with that many people driving around and doing stuff. Mm-hmm. It's also good for the kids, though, because you can get a farm license at, like, 12 years old, depending on – I don't know about Missouri. No, ours it might is be still, 14. like, 15 for the – It's permit. 15? for You can't for get a, a farm license at 14 there? No, that's, like – I've heard that, like, maybe Iowa, like, South Dakota, North Dakota, like those, but Missouri is – North Carolina, South oh, Carolina, you could do it. Uh, Pennsylvania, you could do it. There's okay, a lot of states. Yeah, Missouri's like, no. But you can mm. drive a tractor on the road. That's true. <laughs> also, the chances of, like, if you're out on your farm and you're driving a truck, the chance of, like, a state trooper or a, de- <laughs> a deputy out there yeah. is not going to happen. Well, if so. you see one, it's probably, like, one of your relatives, probably, yeah. right? Oh, you know, my um, brother was a, a yeah. sheriff's deputy for a long yeah. time. So. <laughs> um, all right, cool. Yeah. we got to get out of here. But uh, tell everybody where they can find you. 
Yeah, if and you go find on, your company. Uh, you, our website's CrandallFitness.com with mm-hmm. a C. I think it's on here. But uh, if you go to our Instagram, that's probably where we do the most content. Okay. We have a YouTube channel too, but it's just Crandall.fitness on Instagram. And that's C-R-A-N-D-A-L-L. Yeah, and we do a lot of content on there, like new releases, giveaways. We do a lot of stuff. We partner with Black Rifle. Mm-hmm. We're on Public Square. Uh, we do try to make podcasts and yeah. our YouTube channel stuff as we can and spread the word. But yeah, we're all about helping people get a fit, especially at home. Yeah, you can well, do it with your family because you have a lot of where I'm from in the Midwest. You have a lot of non-city folk that are yeah. like-minded with, mm-hmm. as I am that would like to just be self-contained yeah. and maybe not have to go into a public gym or. Deal and if with, you're lucky, somebody will fucking buy a place and start a gym in your area, but you can't count on it. Like, uh, uh, you know, yeah. it's. This stuff is easy. It, it's you, and it you, never closes if it's at your house. Yeah, it's not closed yeah. on holidays. And you have no Christmas fucking excuses snow. either. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you walk past that door every day like it's like fuck. Shit, I, got, I just spent money on that. I should probably go in there. We do free shipping nationwide. So, and you guys have uh, better prices than pretty much anybody I've seen. So that's good news as well. So go to yeah. go check and, out. And it's, and it's all commercial stuff. We don't sell like. We don't have any home gym quality shit. Oh, yeah, shit. like shitty Chinese. Like, yeah, it's all... Clip this on the back of your boots and do curls. It's all, like uh, it's all commercial grade. Like, yeah. Yeah, you can right, cool. run. Well, I have a lot of videos on YouTube where we try to break bars with, like, our forklift and stuff, and it's never been We successful. should bring some equipment down, and we'll try to blow it up. Yes. That's going to be our next I YouTube... I just like to blow shit up, to be honest. That's going to be our next YouTube video. We have a range out there. I've got a... a at your brother's pretty significant, place? No, no, at my house. Oh, okay, yeah. We have a pretty significant... <clears throat> um, collection of firearm and barrets and stuff and so we're and some tannerite and we're gonna see how uh i'll i'll tell you those uh those um uh standard plates that are um either epoxy or something else covering a concrete shell uh they splinter real nice with high caliber rounds it's really fun to shoot them to be honest just see i don't know if you've done that before but it's ours are steel so we'll steal all the way through yeah. Uh, well, I've got some armor piercing and incendiary rounds for my Barrett. Okay, so there we go. Is we'll it see a, how many of those that'll work. can go through. Yeah, 105 will work for sure. Yeah, actually, that would be kind of uh, interesting. I have the 82 test. A1. You got an 82, so just like stack a couple of 45 plates and see how many you can pop yeah, through. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A bunch. That'll be fun. Yeah, well, we'll see. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing that. Uh, all right, well, cool. Thanks for coming today, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, Ever- thanks for having me on. Yeah, I for sure. Everybody you. go check out CrandallFitness.com. Check them out on Instagram and YouTube as well. Uh, and uh, thank you all for listening. This has been Citizen. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.